Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Thank you guys at home and at studio. You may take your seats. Welcome. Good morning. We are about, yeah, today is a good day. This is the first day of the rest of your life. And regardless of what has happened in the past, tomorrow is going to be better. That's someone's word. That's someone's word. There's a reason the rear view mirror is much smaller than the windscreen. So stop looking behind, start looking forward. You are going to make it. I know someone needs to hear this today. You are going to make it. You are at your wit's end, but you are going to make it. Yes. It's not over. Yeah, it's not over. So you're going to make it. Thank you, Lord, for those who are going to make it. This is probably our last session in the Jesus Heals series. I've used that word probably with a lot of faith that I'll finish today's message as I share with you 15 different ways. Yeah. Yeah. 15 different ways to get your healing. Yeah. God is so good and gracious that he has made healing provision for everyone's level of faith. Everyone, regardless of where your faith is, whether low, high, mid-range, God has made provision for it. Amen. Yeah. So we're about to get into that one. I don't know about you, but I think I know that the worship harvest worship team is the best in the world that I am like these people. Eh? Eh? To even be that they are my friends, we can sit and eat Rolex together. This is serious. We appreciate you, Pastor Angela. Mu- music director Timo. The band, the worship team, thank you. You are amazing. I, I wish you knew how amazing you are, that you are awesome. Pastor Jeremy and B3 were looking really good. That's why I had to go there and hopefully get a photo opportunity. I hope that the people with the camera at least considered my prayer. Yes. Yesterday was Pastor Christopher Nsubuga. Mugaz birthday birthday yes yes Deuteronomy 34-7 Moses was 120 years old when he died his eyes were not 
deemed neither or his natural vigor diminished. Yes, that's a scripture I'm standing on. And I know Pastor Chris is standing on the same. Uh, for those who are at home, you, don't, you can't see this, but my wife is in the house. She's somewhere, wherever the light is coming from. Yes. What key is that? C. D. D. There is a sweet... We used to sing an old song. Anointing in the sanctuary. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. Come and lay down the burdens you have carried. For in the sanctuary. There is a sweet anointing in the sanctuary. There is a stillness in the atmosphere. Come and lay down the said that in the Old Testament healing was very very rare very rare you can count on your fingers the number of times there was healing in the Old Covenant it's not because God wasn't in the business of healing I really can't explain it but what I know is that the prophet Malachi who happens to have the last book in the Old Testament wrote in Malachi 4.2 and said that, but to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. And you shall go out and grow fat like store-fed calves. I think this scripture is against weight loss. There it is. And from that time, Jesus comes on the scene and healing breaks out everywhere. Yeah. It's a bit like Ferraris and Ipsums. Yeah. 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 Very few people, even in this audience, have ever seen a Ferrari in real life. Yeah. You have seen it on TV, in a magazine, but not a real one. In fact, 
I did this survey this past weekend with two different groups. The only people who have ever set their sight on a Ferrari had to travel to another country to see it. And for that reason, Ferraris are very expensive because of limited supply. Even the big people who make Ferraris, they don't make many. For every model, they can make like a hundred pieces. So to get your hands on one, oh my God, you must spend a lot of money. They are what? Rare. That was like healing in the Old Testament. Then I asked the same two groups of people, how many have ever seen a Toyota Ipsum? And in one group, one person didn't put their hand up because they didn't know what a Toyota Ipsum looks like. But after it had been described, she put up her hand also. Everyone has seen, if those who are watching from Uganda, everyone in Kampala has seen a Toyota Ipsum except those who don't know what it looks like. Yeah. But everyone has seen one because Toyota Ipsums are in abundant supply. Supply. Yeah. They are like the, the Toyota Highest, the taxi vans, the vans that do taxi work. Yeah. Even here in the studio audience, is there anyone who has never seen a, a Kamunye? No. Yeah. Everyone has seen one and used one perhaps. So they are common. They are common. So healing in the New Testament is like Ipsum. Available. In fact, it's like the vans, the highest vans, where if you don't have one, you can even take a ride in another person's because they are available for that purpose. Amen, somebody. Yeah, if you don't get it, you're going to get it this time. That's how abundant healing is in Christ. That's why he says, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing how many? Healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. And the Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. The same Jesus who showed up on the scene and turned healing from being a Ferrari to a Kamunye is here today. Amen. Amen. Yes. Mark 6.56 says, wherever he entered, in how many places? Wherever. How, where, where, where is wherever? Eh, wherever. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, all the country. In other words, it's not about geographical location. They laid the sick in marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. If you're not well this morning, I want you to be among the many. Yeah. yeah. Jesus, thankfully, is no longer available in bodily form. 
He went and he sent us his Holy Spirit who is present with us and gives life to our mortal bodies. And so wherever you are at home, wherever it is, you can touch Jesus any time. Amen. Now let me share with you 15 different ways. Like there is so much variety. Yeah. It's like buffet. You can't, you can't go hungry. If, if you like carbs, they are carbs. Proteins, they are proteins. Greens, like my wife, they are greens. Those of you who drink vegetable juice, it's there. Like, I don't understand people who drink vegetable juice. Me, personally, me as me, I don't understand people who drink vegetable juice. The vegetables... Like you find someone with a juice and it is green and you're like, what's going on? Why? What's up? Is the Lord about to return? You know. <laughs> we, we know them. I have a book. Anyway. Uh, those, <laughs> That's an internal joke for those who are watching us online. Those who drink vegetables. I mean, God, there is variety. I looked in the Bible, there are actually more than 15 different ways to be healed. But I had to restrain and restrict myself to 15 for the sake of this sermon. But there are so many different ways to be healed in the scriptures. Let me start with the list with the most, which should be the most obvious, but maybe you've never thought about it. Let me first start by telling you this. There is a bit of disagreement as to what the number exactly is, but there are more than 10,000 known diseases. Yeah. Known. More than 10,000. In fact, one of the European governments listed the World Health Organization has 70,000 different codings of disease response, which, which could take it to that level, by the way. Because another, well, there's a European government which, which put out that for them, they believe there are more than 70,000. But most scientists, especially in America, they agree that there are more than 10,000 different Distinctive, separate sicknesses. Yeah. Now, if you have only one of those, get, be, thank God. Yeah. You're operating at only 0.001% of the sicknesses. But you don't have to have any. The problem with sickness is one, only one can cause dysfunction. So you don't need to have. So there are more than 10,000 different sicknesses and there are only about 500 known treatments. Yeah. 500. Hmm. 10,000 sicknesses, 500 treatments. That leaves you a balance of 9,500 sicknesses for which there is no treatment except Jesus. Hey! My God! Hey! Woo! Accept Jesus. 
Let me give you the first point. Let's get going. The first point is simply natural healing. Yeah, you probably didn't think about that. There is a reason those 10,000 diseases haven't taken you down yet. It's because your body was designed to heal by itself. Did you know that? Yeah, nowadays we are so used to medicine, we think that medicine is God's first defense against sickness. It's not. It's your own immunity. Bodies, your body was created to heal, to recover, to re... Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this past week, a uh, 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 really, really awesome doctor came to see me. And we are sh- she was sharing a very powerful testimony how she was, di- she was diagnosed with stage 4 liver cancer. And given a couple of weeks, months, she's alive and well right now. Wow. So they did biopsy three times. Four. Is it three? Come. Uganda, South Africa twice, Canada. Just to say, is it real? You have stage four. And they all came back saying, yes, you have stage four. And given a few... And she says one time she was going to the village and she went through a bookshop, some sort of shop with art, you know, artifacts, you know, and she likes those things. So she was going to buy a thing, like a necklace of sorts, African thing. And a voice told her, why are you buying that? You will not have time to wear it, given the time you have left. You know that devil is a liar. And she's like, Mm-mm, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to wear it. And a long story short, she goes for the surgery. By the time they did the surgery, they found actually the liver didn't have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. There was another mass in there which was benign. It wasn't even cancerous. All they needed to do is remove it. But the reason I'm telling you this story is because when she was describing, even me, I was like on the edge of my seat. Uh, But she said they were supposed to cut off one side of her liver. And she said because it rebuilds itself back. Did you know that? Like when they cut off a part of your liver, that whole, it grows back. That's that's the amazing kindness and goodness of God. I grew up in the village and we used to dig and do all sorts of work. And you would get wounds. You would get wounds from digging, cutting, whatever, playing. And I remember it was on very few occasions when those wounds needed treatment. Especially when it's going septic. Because you're hiding it from mother because she's going to apply iodine solution. So we would hide our wounds and they would heal by themselves. Yeah. But because sometimes we didn't know how to clean them properly, the wound is dirty, you're hiding it, it eventually gets passed and you get eventually get found out because the temperature is going up and then they apply. 
My God. My God. Mm. So God's first defense for you is already inbuilt in you. Before you die for that medicine, recognize that God created your body to heal. That proves that actually the body wasn't created to die. It was created to heal. Even doctors, I've heard this, there are doctors here, they can maybe correct me later if I'm wrong. But I'm told even doctors can't explain why people die. Yeah, they don't have an explanation for death because the body wasn't designed to die. Yeah. yeah. Of course, the explanation is in Genesis chapter 2. Yeah. Hallelujah, people. Those at home, your body was designed to heal. That is the grace of God. And he gives this to everyone, even those who say it doesn't exist. Even them, their bodies heal by themselves. That's the first method of healing. Direct from God without a problem. The second method of healing is medication and natural treatments. Why am I telling you about this? I know that many preachers will give you the impression that medicine is of the devil. It's not. Because the devil never created any plant out of which they extract medicine. It's all God's creation. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And the challenge is that sometimes we preachers will tell you all these things, what, what, and then we, we ourselves go to the clinic and get the medicine, which makes people hypocrites. Yeah. If, if the preacher is using medicine, why is he telling the congregation not to use medicine? There's a reason medicine exists. It's because God anticipated that not everyone is going to be at the same level of faith. Do you understand that? If we are all to go by faith healing, most people will have died by now. Yeah. The reason the population of the world has grown from 1 billion in 1800 to 7.5 billion today is because of the improvements in medicine. It's not that people are having more children than they used to have. No, people used to have lots of children and they would all die young. But the improvements in the medical world have given humanity a opportunity to live longer. Am I making sense? That's why the population curve has gone up because the medical discoveries. Am I making sense? Jesus said, he, when he heard, he said, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Now, of course, he was talking about the fact that he came to save the sinners, but there's also truth in what he's saying, that those who are sick have need of a physician. Now, the studio audience, why are you looking at me as if I've, I've left the faith? I've not left the faith. I'm just telling you, huh? how many of you here have ever been healed with, with medicine by show of hands? You've ever taken medicine? That, that's 100% of the people where I am. So do not... Yeah, you probably weren't expecting that, right? Yeah. Medicine helps. At that, that's how God works. God knows that some people are not believers. What would happen to the non-believers if we are all relying on, on, on faith for healing? They would all die. Like they were dying before 1800 and 1900s. 
Now the non-believers, that's why most people today in the world are non-believers. Do you know why? They have lived because of medicine. Yeah. If we are still going strictly by faith, only few people who believe in God seriously would still be alive. Yeah. By the way, some of you are understanding what I'm saying. Hmm. Hmm. That's why we must do evangelism. All those non-believers, we need them to come to Jesus urgently so that their long lives count for something. Mark 2.17, when Jesus heard it, he said, those who, have, who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. In other words, so that's the context. He's talking about the fact that he came to call sinners to repentance, but he's also using an example which he himself understands to be true, that those who are well don't need a physician, but those who are not need a physician. Physicians are people who use medicine for curing people. Amen. Amen. Colossians 4.14 says, Look, the beloved physician and Demas greet you. This is Paul. Paul has in his, had in his traveling evangelism team a physician called Luke, who was also a writer, who wrote the book of Luke and the book of Acts. You don't see Paul demonizing Luke, saying, Luke, the non-believer who treats people with medicines is also with us here. He calls him the what? Beloved physician. Now, can we continue? Now, I told you there are 10,000 known diseases. More than 10,000 and only 500 treatments. That means that the physicians are limited to only 5% of the sicknesses. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't wait to first reach that sickness which the physicians can't deal with to start building your faith. Don't be like, me, they've told us physicians, so I'm going with the physicians. I'm going with the physicians because you're operating with only 5%. The time to build your faith is now. Now, 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 before the sickness tries to attack you. Second Chronicles 16, 12, 12, 13. He says, in the 39th year of his reign, Asa became diseased in his feet. And his malady was severe. Yet in his disease, he did not seek the Lord, but the physicians. So Asa rested with his fathers. He died in the first, first year of his reign. Why? Because he did not seek the Lord, but physicians. And yet, Asa was one of the righteous kings of Israel, of, of Judah, I think. He's one of those who ruled well. And so, you would think he would have had the option of seeking the Lord, but he sought physicians and he died. So this is just to say, the presence of physicians is a gift. Doctors.
has are a gift. Remember, it's doctors treat, but it's God who heals. Yeah. Doctors treat, God heals. So, even when you're going to the doctor, seek the Lord. Yeah. Seek the Lord because doctors have limitations. In fact, sometimes they are guessing. Yeah, I'm sure you've met many people who were treated for something completely different for a whole year until they got another opinion. Which is also good counsel, which I will give you right now. Always try to get another, a second opinion if you're going to doctors. Never just go with one opinion and think, especially if it's a serious issue. Yeah, I mean, if you're just having a warm cheek, you don't need too many opinions. But... <laughs> But for those serious things, always get a second opinion. Yeah. And don't try to find the cheapest place. I've made that mistake before. I will not detail the story. No. It's not the kind I can tell. Yeah. So just, yeah, yeah. Cheap and always good. All right. Now let's get into the faith section of healing, which covers all the 10,000 diseases. Point three. The word. Somebody say the word. He says in Psalm 107, He sent, let's read together, He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. The word of God carries within it healing for all sicknesses. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22 says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of, of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why those evangelists Live all to 90s, 90s. Yeah. Billy Graham. Earl Roberts. Situi Who. They all stay around for very long. The word. The word. Kenneth Hagin went at 88, I think. Word. The word. Yeah. And some of them don't look like they exercise. But the word. Wow. This guy who Jesus wanted Jesus to go heal his servant. He says, therefore, I did not even think myself worthy to come to you. But say the word and my servant will be healed. Jesus said in John 6, 63, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. I like what Gloria Copeland says. If, since, if symptoms persist, double the dose. Yeah. Yeah. If symptoms what? Persist, double the dose. I personally believe, personally, this is bad English, but we use it here in Uganda. Me as me. I believe that the reason the Lord has preserved me 
primarily is the word. Yeah. It's the word. I, the last time I fell sick was in Bukoto Brown Flats, I think. Yeah. I remember even JK coming to see me after garage because I, I didn't, couldn't go to church. That's some time ago, right? Yeah. Like a couple of days, including a Sunday. So I remember JK coming to see me at home. Bukoto Brown. Maybe my wife can remind me, but I'm not remembering a malady in my systems in recent times. And I intend to keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For they are life to me who found them. I keep his word in my heart, in the midst of my heart. I incline my ear to his word. I keep it before my eyes. For in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. When you're taking the word, you're taking in God into your flesh. My God, my God, my God. The same was with God in the beginning. Mm, through him all things were made. And without him was nothing made that was made. In him was the life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness. He was not the light. Mama. Ma. Yeah. If you can't go through scriptures like that, non-stop, you're, 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 that is probably not a good healing solution for you yet. Yeah. You need to have a good physician's number. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going with word, it has to be there. It has to be insight. Yeah. Ha! Shakabra. Ha. Hey, I'm preaching better than you're listening. Yeah. I'm talking about the word of the Lord. Health to all their flesh. Ma, 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 ma. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. My, my. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, no evil, no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The word, the word, the word, this book of the law, shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night that you will be careful to observe all that's written in it. Yeah. For then, you'll make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. The word, the word, the word, the word, the word, the word. Are you planting the word in your heart? It's going to, oh, awesome.
Okay, let me bring out a derivative of that as the fourth point. That was the third point. We are 15, by the way, just to remind you. The fourth one is words spoken. Words spoken. The words you speak over your life. Proverbs 16 says, Pleasant words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul, and health to the bones. Pleasant words. What are you saying? Yeah. What you saying now? Uh-huh. What you saying now? Uh-huh. What you saying? Now? What are you saying? Yeah. Are you speaking pleasant words about yourself? What are you saying about yourself and about others? Proverbs 12, 18 says, there is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword. Yeah. The person speaks and you feel pierced. Hey! Gatiruma. Yeah. But the tongue of the wise promotes health. Is your tongue a health promoter or a sickness promoter? Joe Austin said, I can tell where, where you've been five years by just listening to you. Yeah. What are you saying? Are you building or killing your body with your words? You can kill your body with your words. You can kill your finances with your words. You can kill your marriage very, very effectively with your words. Or you can build. Jesus said that you're, you're clean because of the word I have spoken to you. The, the Bible says that the husbands love their wives, yeah? The work Christ loves the church, yeah? With the washing of water by the word. He says that he might present her to himself uh, uh, glorious and uh, uh, without spot or wrinkle. How does he do it? By the washing of water by the word. Yeah. Some of you, 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 no, no, no. What are you speaking? What are you saying to your wife, to your husband? You can even bring in kanyanya in a person's life with your words. Yeah. Kanyanya. You don't know kanyanya. Wrinkles. The person grows old just listening to you. There's a reason why all these hot pastors in worship harvest look hot. If, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially the ladies. Yeah. If I, start, if I started revealing people's ages here, here. Mercy. Mercy. I remember one of the, our members lost her mother and we went to do a pastoral visit when it had just happened. So I went with Pastor Arian B3 and then uh, one of the sisters-in-law of the person we had gone, we were there and we were just, oh, nangechitalo, what? So she's probably wondering why these people are not in school. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So she asks, are you students? And, Ari. and I'm not talking about 15 years ago. No, 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 no. 
This was what, two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago. Already yeah. asked, are you students? Maybe I, I had to really suppress my... <laughs> because, of course, I have some knowledge about these people and how long they've been around. Yeah. Sarah's daughters. But they are people of the word and their husbands. Wash them properly with the words. Mr. Biemas. You know there is a Pastor Angela. <laughs> we have to keep, every time we go on those international trips, we have to keep explaining ourselves. That no, this one is a pastor. She's a woman of God. Because they are, they are untaken. Because they're like, so we want to celebrate Dr. Okuro. Tojango Kotata. My God. My God. My God. My God. Hey, what? Hey, the beloved physician, Dr. Emmanuel Okulo, has done a good job. You know, some people can make their spouses grow old very fast. Yeah. Too much stress and fault finding. There is always a problem. There is a problem. Look, there is always, there is always going to be a problem. If it's a problem you're looking for, a problem you will get. Yeah, yeah. But if it's the treasure you're looking for in the earthen vessel, that treasure. I'm preaching better than you're listening. Yeah. Yeah. And there are people here who are about to get married. Men. Yes. Point five. Point five. Point five. So we did the word, yeah, like putting the word in your heart, in your, yeah, and then the words you're speaking, which usually, by the way, will be as a result of the word you're taking in, because garbage in, garbage out, and gold in, gold out, yeah. For us, we just speak the right things. With long life, he will satisfy me and show me his salvation, yeah. Hallelujah. Point five, listening to anointed preaching and teaching. Mm. This is a big one. Big. I wish I could find a way. There's, as I, I preach, there are some points I will overemphasize. Please take them as emphasis for yourself. And this is one of them. Listening to anointed preaching. Not all preaching and teaching is anointed. Yeah, that's the first point. Mm. But there is anointed preaching and teaching. Well, you just listen. For me, I've learned this trick. I learned it from Bishop Doug Howard Mills. I listen to preaching the whole time. Yeah, every day I listen to about three to four hours of preaching. Every day. That's why I never run out of revelation. I'm always, it's a bit like filling your fridge. I'm always refilling my fridge. So when I have guests, I never run out of stuff to serve. 
I always, I can preach for 10 hours non-stop and make sense without repeating myself. Yeah. Because I'm packed. Why am I packed? I'm always... Bishop Dark calls it basic Christianity. Like how brushing your teeth is basic health care. Some of you don't brush your teeth. I don't even know. Oh, bathing. Yeah. Yeah, listening to anointed preaching and teaching to a Christian, especially a minister, is like bathing to a normal person. Yeah. If you only listen once on Sunday, you're smelling in the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. You spiritually smell. And when you spiritually smell, demons can find you. quickly and start disturbing but when you listen to anointed preaching and teaching I don't know what but it does something let me use a few scriptures here you, you'll have to really be operating at a certain level to understand like the first three because they, they may not look like they are related but they are just trust me Matthew 4.23 and Jesus went about all Galilee Teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. He healing always accompanied his what? Teaching and preaching. Do you see that? So for some of us, we, we, we don't know that trick yet. That anointed preaching and teaching is also going to come with healing. Yeah. For me, my ministry, the primary ministry that I have that the Lord gave me and even gave me a word for it is teaching. Yeah. I pray for the sick and they get healed and I do all of that. But my primary ministry is teaching. So all the miracles that happen for people who, listen, who I, I minister to, okay, not all, 98, 95% of all the miracles that happen to people that I minister to happen when I'm teaching. Yeah. Now, those who are waiting for me to finish teaching, then they, okay, now I need prayer. They don't know that. They don't know that when I was teaching is when the Holy Spirit was moving. Yeah. So they be on their phone. Yeah. Until the time for coming in front for prayer, that's when they start paying attention. Ah, by the, it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. Yeah. In fact, two, two primary ministries for me. One is teaching. When I'm teaching, things happen. Two, when I start worshipping, things happen. It's those two. And God gave me two scriptures, one for each. Mm. They are both in Isaiah. I will not tell you where. Mm. <laughs> Matthew 9.35 and Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Luke 5.15, however, the report went around concerning him all the more and great multitudes came together to hear and be healed. To hear and to be healed by him of the infirmities. Luke 9, 6. Now he has sent them out. 
So they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Yeah. Acts 2, 42 to 43. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayers. Then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. How, how were many wonders and signs done through the apostles? When they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine or the apostles' teaching. Other version says they were devoted to the apostles' teaching and many wonders and signs. Let me show you this circumstantial one. Some of you are still thinking. Don't think, believe. Believe and receive or doubt and do without. I choose to believe and receive. I have received miracles watching people preaching. I have, personally. There is a certain revelation I got while watching a certain man of God that is just too much. You know when you know that, 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 you know. Like those three people in facing Nebuchadnezzar, our God will save us. Even if he does not, we are not going to bow down because we know something. There are people who have a revelation in healing so much so that it doesn't matter what their temperature is, you can't convince them. Yeah. yeah. They would rather die and go to heaven than be convinced by anyone that they are sick. And I'm one of them. Now that doesn't come by eating mangoes. No. No. It's, yeah, yeah. You, you reach a point. Look, the point is everyone is going to die and go to heaven. So the thing is you decide whether you'll go as an, a, a doubter or a believer. Mm. Dying, that one, I don't even know why we worry about it. It's a hundred percent assured. Yeah. So now it's a thing of how you, you go. Whether you go while having doubted God, or you go saying, Nayeg Makama Wonya Katinzija. To be present with the Lord, absent from the body. Believing! Where were we? Acts 14. In Lystra, a certain man who, whose names are not given, without strength in his feet, was sitting a cripple from his mother's womb who had never walked. Now, those of you who are doubting what I was saying, now believe, believe this. The man had never walked. This man, what happened? He heard Paul speaking. Paul, observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet, and he leaped and walked. How did he get faith to be healed? Hearing Paul preaching. Was Paul preaching about healing? Possibly not. We don't have a record that Paul went about preaching about healing. Paul went about preaching about the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. 
I can be teaching about finances and you get healed. Yeah. Me, I already decided it doesn't matter what the preacher is preaching about. I'm receiving things from all dimensions. Yeah. I can, the guy can be talking about church planting and my marriage is being renewed. You, you have your version. Me, I have. Because I know that in the spirit there are no limitations and dimensions. No. no. Because the words are spirit and they are life. They work anything. This man, Paul, was probably preaching about the resurrection of Jesus. And the man, born a cripple, was getting faith to walk. <laughs> and indeed, Paul just had to be observant. He says he observed him intently. In other words, it wasn't a word of knowledge to Paul. It wasn't a word of wisdom. It wasn't like Paul, like in the spirit, I see someone here wants to walk. Someone here wants, no. He just looked at him like this. And just by looking at him, knew that this man had faith to be here. Tell your neighbor, faith is visible. Ha, 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 ha. You know, you can be uh, so much in faith that people can see it. Yeah, people can just look at you and this one has faith to be married. This one has faith to be healed. This one has faith to be a billionaire. This one has faith to plant a church of 10,000. This one has faith. Yeah. How? He was just hearing the message. Just hearing. BBC, all that radio, radio, you're just listening to unbelief. And then you come before the pastor to undo all of your 18 hours of unbelief with a 30 second prayer. Look, our results are very predictable. We just need to be sensible. Yeah. And know that our results are very predictable. If you've been pumping in unbelief, unbelief, hey, hey, COVID cases, how many have died? How many are sick? How many are going to sick? How many, what are the projections? Who else will get it? Bishop Dark calls it pig food. Like pig food, like the lost son who was eating pig food. Yeah. That spiritual pig food. Mm. And people are getting predictable results. Depression, what? Predictable. Yeah. You're depressed. Just start playing Andrew Womack. There is a podcast. You can just play non-stop from morning till evening for like three days. I guarantee you, you will not feel any depression after only three hours of Andrew Womack. Only. Yeah. Just, yeah. Because first of all, he will bring out all the swords. Amen, people. Uh, there are people here. I intend to be encouraging. I'm, I'm just saying, whatever you're facing, whatever the sickness, whether it's body, organ, mental, whatever it is, double the dose. Put on the preaching. Yeah. My podcast apps are some of them. I, in, on my phone, 
the most used app used to be WhatsApp and Facebook. Now it's podcast and podbean. Yeah. Hey. Amen. Number six, the prayer of faith. Prayer of faith, Genesis 20. So Abraham prayed to God and God healed Abimelech, his wife and his female servants. Then they bore children. For the Lord had closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. So Abraham just prayed and the man got healed and, and the whole family. James 5, 14. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses one to another. Pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much. The prayer of faith. 2 Kings 24, 7, and it happened before Isaiah had gone out of the middle court that the word of the Lord came to him saying, now God had told Ezekiah, you're going to die. Put your house in order. And then he turned and faced the wall and wept, wept, not wept, wept, not wept, wept, wept bitterly to the Lord. And God heard his cry. He says, return, return and tell Ezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father, I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will heal you. On the third day you shall go up to the house of the Lord. Number seven, anointing with oil. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Again in James, which we just read. Is anyone among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the sick. So there is anointing with oil. It's one of the ways. Amen. Number eight, laying on of hands. Look for 40. When the sun was setting, all those who had that all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. There is a great man of God who passed called Oro Roberts. His ministry was of laying on of hands. It's on record that he laid hands on more than two million people. Yeah. God told him, everyone you lay hands on, I will heal. So he would preach and finish and then they would start laying hands at his crusades. They would lay hands. Kenneth Copeland used to work with him. They would, he would lay hands until like 2 a.m. Mm. Yeah. So the laying on of hands is very effective. But Jesus answered and said, Permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Acts 28 8. And it happened that the father, what's that name? Of Publius or Publius or Publius depending on where you come from. Lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Yeah. Paul went into him and prayed and he laid his hands on him and healed him. Amen. 
Number nine, points of contact or distributors of the presence. Points of contact or distributors of the presence. Luke 6, 9. And the whole multitude sought to touch him for power went out from him and healed them all. This time he wasn't down lying out. They, they were what? Touching. Mark 5, 28, 29. For she said, if I only may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. The other one touched him with clothes. And you know that she was made well. Acts 5, 14 to 16. And believers were increasing added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women. So that they brought the sick out into the streets and laid them on beds and couches. Now I want you to imagine one day, beds full of sick people. That at least the shadow of Solomon, okay, of Peter passing by, passing by, he's passing by. He's not there to heal. He's going somewhere for meeting. My God. This one, even Jesus hadn't done this one. That's why he said, greater works you will do. The shadow passing by might fall on some of them. Also, a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing the sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they were all healed. I'm going to explain something pertaining to this whole points of contact thing in a little while. Just stick with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah, those who are joining us on Spirit FM, thank you for joining us. Uh, may the Lord bless you abundantly. Remember that Jesus is the ultimate goodness that you need in your life. Acts 19, 11 to 12. Now God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul so that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick and the diseases left them and the evil spirits went out of them. Now, let me clarify something about this. What? It's not the clothes healing the person. Yeah. It's not the... It's, it's, it's not the handkerchief. It's not the shadow. But there is a principle. My most proper understanding of it is that it's the presence of God healing those people. But the principle is that you can trap the presence of God. Yeah. You can trap the presence of God and transfer it around. The manifest... Now you're going to say God is everywhere. Of course. So why do you go to church? Yeah. If he's everywhere. Yeah. You can trap and transfer the presence of God. It's clearer in the Old Testament when God seemed to be trapped in the tabernacle behind the curtain where there was the Ark of the Covenant. Do you really think that the creator of the universe lived in that Ark? No, 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 no. Or the temple? No. God is much bigger than that. But he had given these people a window into how you can get at a, a, a of his presence and concentrate it and transfer it around. Because every time they moved the Ark of the Covenant, 
and they moved the, the whole thing, even that trapped presence of God moved with them. So when the Philistines fought with them and stole the ark, <laughs> things were bad for them. Yeah, they, those, they had put it on cows and sent them to bring it back. Now, when David was trying to bring it to Jerusalem and some guy touched the oxen and died, they left it in a house of a guy called Obed-Edom who wasn't even an Israelite. And the Bible says, and Obed-Edom prospered on account of the ark. It wasn't a wooden thing. It's just that God had so honored Israel that he allowed a bit of his presence to be trapped in that wood. Uh, are people listening? I'm, I'm trying to show you a principle. So when people are touching Jesus' clothes, it wasn't the clothes. It's what, not on the material. Is it cotton, linen? What? No. It's he has transferred the presence of God he carries. On his, that's why people lay hands on the sick and they get what? And they get healed. Because it's, the, the presence of God can be, because in your spirit you're full of the presence of God. You can release it from your spirit into your environment. Into your clothes. Yeah. Yes, that's even the whole thing of anointing oil. That's what it is. It's not the oil. It's it's the presence of God. So you can trap the presence of God in a song. Yeah. Yeah. You just you can use any medium of choice. I remember reading a book and there were these young ministers from Bethel Church. They would just draw a box on the on the pavement and sit there playing a guitar and they're like, anyone wants to get healed? Just step in the box. And everyone who stepped in the drawing got healed. So why is it that if you were outside, you were not healed, but when you stepped in, you were healed? Uh, now, don't get too clever and unbelieving. I'm telling you, <laughs> I will not even you know some excesses exist in our city you know about them but I will not go to them yeah where people go with jerry cans to what but why do you think they keep going back eh? <laughs> we went to redemption camp in Nigeria and on the tour, they take you to Pastor Adeboye's house where he lived when he set up Redemption Camp. It's now a tourist site. And there are recorded miracles. Many, many, many recorded miracles of people who just sitting on the bed that he used to sleep in many years ago. They just especially mothers who were not able to give birth. That, that seems to be one of the most dominant miracles. They'll just go and they come back with children. Just a few seconds of sitting on the man's bed. 
these things are in the Bible. Paul's aprons. So what are you believing God for? You should go to a hotel and after you've left, everything in there that people, yeah. You can't, that, that's why there are designated zones, places where you go to and just by getting to the space, that's all you need for your miracle to happen. Without anyone preaching to you, anyone touching you, you just got there. Yeah. I believe that my home is going to be like that soon. Mm. Now again, that doesn't come by eating mangoes. And I like mangoes. So, let me tell you that. So the, the points of, it's about trapping. It's about using different things to sort of transfer around God's presence because not everyone has the capacity to see God for themselves. So they need help. Amen. Amen. Are you still here? Those online, are we going to finish? Yes, we have to finish. So, points of contact is a real what? Biblical method. Yeah, let me, two more stories. One of the greatest, if not the greatest healing ministers of our generation, really not our generation, but the one when we have been alive to see, is Benny Hinn. Now, there are people who don't even know that. My friend, Yeah, you, you can try. You can try and watch Benin videos. I had a friend at campus. He used to have a certain problem. He was called Moses. I'll not say his other name, but he's Moses. And we were at campus at the same time. I think he was one year ahead of me. One time, he's watching Benin on LTV, those days of LTV. And, and Benny Hinn says on the TV, now of course you know that these are recorded programs that are played later. Now those days for LTV specifically, these were now being played even like a month later. But you know how a person can get a word of knowledge about you during the recording when they are going to be playing the thing six weeks later? So he just says, put your hands on the television screen. And he got instantly healed. Yeah. Another testimony, someone was attending the Benny Hinn crusade and those days mobile phones had just come and he made a call to the person who was at home sick and the person was just listening in to the worship on the phone and they got healed. Now, if you're doubting anything I'm telling you, 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 you need to know God. Yeah. It's because you don't know God. You're carnal. Number 10. 
spiritual gifts in operation. First Corinthians 12, 8 to 10, I'm, I'm going to, this is the first announcement of finishing. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophets, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another interpretation of tongues. When, word, when, when uh, gifts, spiritual gifts are in operation and it is God who chooses when to operate them, healing can break out like crazy when spiritual gifts are in operation. Someone can get a word of knowledge that there's someone here who is like this, this, that, and you get healed. Oh, word of wisdom, this, this, that, and you need, to, you, know, you know what you need to do. Or oh, someone is operating in the gifts of healing. There are people who operate very easily in the gifts of healing. Number 11, acting in faith. Which one will I take? Okay. You remember the woman who touched the hem of his garment? Look 8. Let, let me take look 8. I'm now rushing through. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on who? Physicians. And could not be healed by any. Came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When, it, when all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you. In other words, there are like 15 different people touching you at any one point. How can you say who touched me? But Jesus said, somebody touched me for I perceived power going out from me. That's how she was healed. Everyone was touching, but she had an intentional touch. She, she touched by faith. You can be healed by faith. You can even be healed by the action of faith of your friends. You remember the guy who was brought through the roof by his four friends. The Bible says Jesus saw their faith and said, son, your sins are forgiven you. And then the Pharisees were complaining, who is this who's forgiven? Then he said, what is easier to say? Your sins are forgiven you or, or be healed. Rise and take up your bed and walk. It says, that you may know that the Son of Man has power to forgive sins. Take up your bed and walk. And he went home. What happened? Faith actions. Some of you, you need to take faith actions. You need to start doing something in response to the word of God. Number 12, which is very related but could be different, is obedience to instructions. In Second Kings, we have the story of a Naaman, an Assyrian captain who had leprosy and, and uh, house help said, there is a man back where I come from who can heal this guy. Now, Naaman, like how people get instructions wrong, instead of going to Elisha's house, went to the king's place. The king of Israel, who got distressed and wrote back to the king of Syria, like, are you trying to pick on me? You want to start a war, eh? Am I God? How can you send me your captain for me to heal him? You know, when you read the story quickly, you don't know all the details. The man has traveled all the way and has gone to the king instead of the prophet. That's what some of you do. Going to the wrong places. Yeah, instead of the right places. So the king, of course, is distressed. Like, uh, this, 
are trying to start a war with us. So he sends a message all the way back to the, to the Naaman's king. And Elisha hears that, you, you know, your son, the king, is distressed because of this matter. Say, yeah, 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 okay. But send him to my house. Oh, no, I think they told the king that, no, 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 no. The guy has come to the wrong place. Yeah. Because for him, he wanted to go to a palace. I think Elisha lived a very simple lifestyle. S send him to. So they send him to the prophet. He didn't even come out to see him. So then Naaman went with his horses and chariot. Mumani, Mumani. And stood at the door of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger to him. He didn't even go out to him. Go and wash the Jordan seven times and your flesh. Neman. Next, next. But Neman became furious. How many of you God has told you to do something? Start tithing. Forgive the person. Honor your father and mother. <laughs> and you become what? Few, not even furious. Furious. And went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Some of us, when you come to God, you have already instructed God how he has to heal you. Mm. You come to the pastor and say, Pastor, come, come, come. Come, man of God. Come, woman of God. The woman, God has sent me to you now. Here's what you're going to do. Ha. You're going to touch here like this. And when you touch, it, the pressure shouldn't be too much. It should just be a light touch. You know, I'm a bit sensitive. It, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. You're going to call the pastor, they will tell you, go to your aunt in the village and take 10 kilograms of rice. Wrong pastor. You go to another pastor. No tabula. Simple. You're comparing apples and oranges. And not the Abana and the Fafa. The rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel. Could I not wash in them and be clean? Your pastor B3. Huh? Don't you know that I have the phone number for this man of God and this man of God and this man of God and this man of God? Now I've come to you now, you're telling me those things. You think I couldn't go to them to pray for me? I am here because God told me to come to you. Yes. I can go and let them pray for you. I am put to Yeah, yeah. They can't obey the simplest instructions. You think God is your cousin? Anyway, it helps to have servants who are wiser than you. And these servants came near and spoke to him. Can you imagine the, the servants coming to Neman? This is a big man. So they just went, eh, eh. 
my father. If the prophet had told you to do something great, wouldn't you have done it? Let's go and you wash my father. When is it just wash and be clean? Okay, let's go and wash. So he went down, dipped himself seven times according to the saying of the man of God and his flesh was restored like a flesh of a little child and he was clean. What are you waiting for? God has spoken to you. And many of you, God has spoken to you very specifically. You even know it. Even the thing you know. And it's not even a difficult thing. It just seems ridiculous to you. You've brought all your geography since P5 into the picture. John 9, 6-7. John 9, 6-7. When he had said these things, he spat on the ground and made clay with the saliva. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And he said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam which is translated sent. So he went and washed and came back seeing. This is Jesus. Whom, who people just merely what? Touched him and they all got healed. He says he healed them all. This is Jesus. Yeah? This is Jesus. He, the, his mere being around led to healing. Now this poor blind man wants to be healed. Say, Jesus, I've had of all the villages where you've been and you just used to walk through like this and people are getting killed. I'm ready. And he starts spitting on the ground. Then he makes clay. Puts, I, I, I mean, imagine you are this blind man. You're like, is this the same Jesus I've been told about? This is weird. And unusual. Okay, you can take it up to the point where he says, go wash it in the pool of syrup. You're like, let's get this clear. How am I going to find that I'm blind? Who is the pool of syrup? Which part of the city is it? I can't read maps. Who is going to lead me there? If you really care about me, why don't you just say and my eyes will be open like you did for Batmyas? I even heard about what you did for blind Batmyas. Cut me, you're telling me to go wash in the pool of Siloam. Better with Jesus. Yeah, that's how, how some of us, those are the conversations. Many, many people are listening to me. Those are the conversations they are having with God. They are like, God, I tell you how to heal me and you do it. And God is like, no, that would make you God. If I've told you to go wash in the pool of Siloam, figure out where the pool of Siloam is. How to get the ask for directions. Yeah, pay someone money if you need to to take you there. Get on a donkey. Do what? Whatever you need to do, do. Yeah, instructions. came back seeing. Some instructions can be interesting. One of my friends was told to reduce sugar intake. 
by God. Yeah, I don't know how that is going. Mm. It can't be very, it's going to be God. No, 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 no. You're the one who said, drink the sweet, eat the fat. Now, oh, this is contrary to scripture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For many of you, can I tell you for many of you, it's forgiveness. That's the outstanding instruction you haven't yet obeyed. Yeah. Just forgiving. People who have hurt you. Look, if, 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 if God anticipated that we would not get hurt by people, he wouldn't need to put forgiveness in the Bible. Because you don't forgive people who have done good to you. For what? Yeah. For many of you, it's forgiving. Forgiving. I'm finishing. That's the second one, right? Yeah. Forgiveness. Instruction. Honor your father and mother that your life, that it may be well with you and that you live long on the earth. Do you know that living long equals sicknesses not succeeding against you? Like, what is so hard? I don't get it. Like, what's so hard to understand? Hmm? Why do you think Japanese live long? Where are we? Instruction. This I'm emphasizing this one. Even though my time got over long ago, instruction. Instruction. What's the instruction? Listening to the preaching. Listening to the word. Fasting. Instructions. Number 13, Holy Communion with understanding. Yeah. Because Holy Communion without understanding is probably worse than no Holy Communion. So Holy Communion with understanding. Okay? Discerning the Lord's body that it was broken for you, for your wellness. Number 14, fasting with prayer. Fasting. I, I, I have to finish. But fasting is one of the amazing keys. Isaiah 58.6 Is this not the first that I've chosen? Close the bonds of wickedness. To undo the heavy burdens. Let the oppressed go free. That you break every yoke. Is it not share your bread with the hungry? And that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out. When you see the naked that you cover them. And not hide yourself from your own flesh. In other words, when you're fasting, you have to be doing these other things as well then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. Your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your... Can you imagine your healing springing forth speedily? Like it... it ah, yeah, 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 yeah. He's saying your healing. In other words, you already have it. And it's talking about springing forth. In other words, it's not crawling in slowly, slowly. <laughs> No, 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 no. Healing is at Formula One speed. Springing forth speedily. Because of fasting. 
Matthew 17. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus to them, said to them, Because of your unbelief, assuredly, I said to you, If your faith has a mustard seed, you will set this mountain. Move from here to there. It will move and nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind, kind of what? Unbelief does not go out except by prayer and fasting. The Bible says in Matthew 6 that when you fast, fast in private, but God will reward you openly. In others, we will see the results of fasting. There are three faith keys given in Matthew chapter 6. Prayer, fasting, and giving. Prayer is the faith key that unlocks all the goodies for your soul. Giving is the faith key that unlocks all the goodies for your money. Fasting is the faith key that unlocks all the goodies for your body. I don't have time to go deeper than that. May God help you. Number 15. We have arrived at the end. Ha! Woohoo! Number 15. Give me Romans 8, 10 to 12. Number 15. No falling sick. Yeah. Yeah. There's all these others. Is you fall sick, then what? But this one. Prevention. It says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies. Not the ones you get when you go to heaven. These ones, through the spirit who dwells in you. Give life! Give life to your mortal bodies. One time. Say one time. I was watching Pastor Chris Oyakilome of Christ Embassy and he was teaching this text. That's that day. My seeking sickness quit. I gave up sickness that day. Yeah. Just like the day I was in that, that swimming pool and I gave up poverty on that day, this is the day I gave up sickness. Now let me teach it to you the way he taught it to me. But if the spirit of him raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, uh, give me verse 10. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. Okay? But if the spirit, so you get the context first. Is there anyone who is in doubt that he's talking about the fact that the Holy Spirit will give life to your mortal bodies? No one, yeah. It's right there. It says, mortal body, give life. Now, verse 10 needs to be corrected. Now, in KJV and NKJV, which is why I use mainly those two versions, when you see italics, it means that the translators just inserted the italics to make English sense. Because these are what they call literal translations. Not small, literal. Literal, not literal. <laughs> literal translations where it is word for word as opposed to thought for thought. So they use italics to say, we really think that this may explain it, but it might not be it. Now, I don't have time, so let me tell you how this actually reads. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit gives it life because of righteousness. 
It's the opposite. Why is the body experiencing death? Because of sin. Whose sin? The sin of Adam. But what does the spirit do? Because that's what he has been saying in Romans 8 from the beginning. The spirit, if, if, if sin is giving it death, righteousness is giving it life. Huh? Yeah. Righteousness is the opposite of sin. And death is the opposite of life. Now, if sin, if you know that the reason your body is always fading is because of what Adam did, primarily, then you know that your body is going to stop failing because of what Jesus did. And what Adam did brought death. What Jesus did brought life. What Adam did was sin, offense. What Jesus did was give us righteousness as a gift. And so the spirit gives it life because of righteousness. Let's stand up and pray and finish this service. Thank you, Father, for this series. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Even as I was teaching, I know that many received their healing and that many will go back and review all the messages in this season and that they are going to receive healing. We rebuke every sickness. Every. Be gone. In the name of Jesus, be gone. We come against mental illnesses, depression, and other such that are trying to attack the children of God. I speak wholeness, wholeness to your whole spirit, soul, and body and command wellness to flow. Thank you, Father, that we are going to examine these 15 ways and through one or more of these, we will no longer entertain sickness. We are a disease-free zone. That's our portion, children. That's our portion. Healing is the children's bread. So, Father, thank you. Thank you for your word, the greatest inheritance we have. Even as people are watching us, thank you for your healing. Whoever is watching us right now, wherever you are at home, whatever you're suffering from, I don't care what it is. I want you to take one action of faith, just one of any of the ones I've been talking about. Maybe you put your hand the laying on of hands heals the sick. You put your own hand where the sickness is or put your hand on the screen if you're watching us on TV or what? do something or stand or kneel to receive. Just do something. Healing is not a thing we receive by works. It's by grace that we've been saved through faith. So I want you to just be able to receive it because I know that the Father is working mightily right now. The Holy Spirit is working mightily right now in your bodies, in your minds, in your homes, even healing relationships. 
thank you, Lord. We bless you. Be exalted, O Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, I thank you for all those who are believing for healing in any part of their bodies. I command healing. We receive it for them regardless of what's going on. Father, some people have got a very bad report. I pray for a reversal in the next 48 hours. Reversal of reports. Reversals of bad medical reports. God is reversing results. This is true. You will see it. You will go to your doctor and you'll check again. Reversal. Reversal. Reversals. Thank you, Lord, for reversing reports. So we rebuke every sickness and disease and condition and command healing. Child of God, you need to heed the instruction. Forgive those who have hurt you. Honor your father and mother. Honor the Lord. Some of you are living together and you're not married. You need to go get married. That's an instruction. You need to go get married. Properly. According to the ordinance of this nation. That's an instruction for someone. And I perceive that that particular someone there is a health thing happening in your family. And it's because the enemy is using that situation to, to accuse you and cause guilt and condemnation. And once condemnation comes in, the devil comes. So God put that right. Thank you, Lord. I know in this season uh, with COVID and all of that, I even know that some of our members have got it and have been healed. But this is more specific respiratory issues. If you are having a respiratory thing, anything to do with nose, lungs, trachea, etc., start receiving your healing right now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Father. We, I cast every respiratory condition that prevents your children from breathing. Asthma, I cast you to the roots in the name of Jesus and other such. Yeah, itching, itching, nose, 
trachea dry, dry, trachea stuff in the lungs. We, I command oxygen to go all the way, all the way in to the vessels. Everything respiratory, just receive your healing. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, we bless you. We thank you for this series. We pray that you continue to heal us by your word, through your wisdom. Thank you that you've given us healing, that we don't have to work for it, that in this new covenant, it is as common as taxis and not as rare as Ferraris. So we receive it with thanksgiving. In Jesus' name, amen. If you've never given your life to Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Today is the best, 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 best day to give your life to Jesus. There is a phone number on your screen, 0775642449. Please call, 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 text, call, text, call. Tell us, I responded to the call to salvation. Today is the day of salvation. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. Forgive my sins. Take my life and do something significant with it. If you prayed that prayer, I believe that you've received Christ and may, may the Lord fill you with the Holy Spirit, with the speaking of tongues. And may you have an exciting venture the rest of your life. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.